Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. A Yaka Valley man who was walking on 29 Palms Highway died when he was hit by a car on Sunday. At approximately 5 a.m., an unidentified 30-year-old man from Yaka Valley was walking in the eastbound right lane of 29 Palms Highway near Hillview Road in Joshua Tree. The 30-year-old was hit by a Ford F-150 driven by Kevin Amstutz, a 69-year-old resident of Yaka Valley. Amstutz stayed at the crash scene and cooperated with investigating officers, and no arrests were made. The pedestrian was transported to High Desert Medical Center, where he was pronounced deceased. This crash is still under investigation, though alcohol and drugs are not being considered a factor in the incident. Testimonies continued in the Pejman Alahi trial. The 29 Palms man on trial for nine different counts, including attempted murder. Online news editor Robert Hayden is covering the trial and has this report. As the Pejman Alahi trial entered its second day of testimonies, prosecuting attorney Heather Razouk called two witnesses and relied on their eyewitness accounts to set the scene for the November 9th incident that left a man with three gunshot wounds and nine counts against the accused. The first witness, San Bernardino Sheriff's Deputy Anderson Stumbo, was one of the first deputies on the scene of the attempted murder. Upon arrival, he said he found the victim, Gerald Jonas, rolling around on the ground saying he'd been shot. Prosecutor Razouk showed the deputy and the jury photos of the concrete where the victim had been found, including a dramatic photo of a bloody palm print on the glass of the door to the home. Deputy Stumbo says that Jonas had been shot three times, and when asked who shot him, he said it was Brianna's new boyfriend, Chucky. The name Chucky is a known alias of Pejman Alahi, and the deputy stated he was aware of all three parties involved from previous police contact. And the woman identified by the subject, Brianna Sean, lived on a property within eyesight of where the victim was found. The second witness was recalled from the previous week's testimony. Corporal Shane Krause served the search warrant on the property where Pejman Alahi was reported to be staying. He says the property contained various trailers, campers, and containers on it. Most notably, a gun safe was located in one of the containers and was cut open, where deputies located the AR-15-style rifle with modified short barrel. Testimony continues starting at 9.30 a.m. today. You can find a longer version of this story that breaks down the weapons that were found, along with additional background details to the case, at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Robert Hayden. Rangers with Joshua Tree National Park are asking for the public's assistance with their investigation of a series of vehicle break-ins. On March 8th, several parked vehicles were broken into at the Hemingway parking lot inside of the National Park. Their investigation revealed that credit cards were stolen from those cars and were recently used at a Walmart in Palm Desert. Two men connected to the stolen credit cards were photographed by the store's surveillance cameras and can be seen with this story on Z1077FM.com. Park rangers are asking for the public's help. If you have information that could aid in this investigation, especially if you were in Joshua Tree National Park on March 8th, they ask you to get in touch anonymously by calling 1-888-653-0009 or by using links at this story online. Sheriff's deputies from the Morongo Basin Station are asking for the public's help in locating a missing man last seen inside of Joshua Tree National Park. Daniel Lindell was last known to be visiting the National Park on April 6th. He is described as a 51-year-old white male, 5 foot 6 inches tall, and weighing between 140 and 150 pounds. Lindell was reported to be traveling in a white 30-foot Dutchman RV with Georgia plates. We have a photo of Daniel on our website at z1077fm.com. If you see this man, please contact Deputy Carose at the Morongo Basin Sheriff's Station. 
909-790-3100. On the Yucca Valley Town Council meeting agenda for tonight are a review of the Western Joshua Tree Conservation Act legislation and existing assessment district's maintenance reports to consider the levy of annual assessments upon property. Additionally, there is an outreach workshop before the meeting from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Reporter Hillary Sloan joins us with a look at the agenda. An Old Town Parking Improvement Project Outreach Workshop will be held before the regular meeting from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. For more information on the workshop, see a separate story at z1077fm.com. At tonight's meeting, the Yucca Valley Town Council will review and approve the Annex Property East Fence and Gates Project and seek authorization to advertise for construction bids. The Council will also review the annual street and drainage and landscape and lighting maintenance districts in preparation for a public hearing at 6 p.m. on Tuesday, May 16th, to consider the levy of an annual assessments upon real property. Also on the agenda is a review of the Western Joshua Tree Conservation Act legislation, providing input or policy direction as desired. Lastly, the Council will review the Capital Projects Update Report. For the link to join the Zoom meeting, see this story at z1077fm.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is Hillary Sloan. The California State Fish and Game Commission meets tomorrow morning for a meeting that is expected to continue into Thursday. Towards the end of the meeting's agenda is an item related to the conservation of the Western Joshua Tree, though the agenda does not specify whether any action is expected to be taken. Based on the placement of the item, which considers the Western Joshua Tree Conservation Act as part of Commission Administrative Items, towards the end of the lengthy agenda, the matter is unlikely to come up until Thursday's portion of the meeting. The California State Fish and Game Commission meets tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. in Fresno, but the meeting will be shown remotely at the Joshua Tree Government Center, where comments will be taken in person. The meeting can also be streamed online at a link in this story at z1077fm.com. The second of three folk music performance-slash-lectures is set for Beatnik Lounge tonight. The series is called Looking at Folk Music with Chriso and presents new ways of considering folk music as presented and performed by folk music historian Chriso Hart LeFay. Tonight's session will include lecture, singing, and group participation in discussion and singing. The folk begins at 6.30 p.m. at Beatnik Lounge, located at 61597 29 Palms Highway. Tickets are $10. The Yucca Valley Chamber of Commerce is holding their Leeds Luncheon on Thursday from noon to 1 p.m. All attendees will have one minute to provide an update to the gathering of business owners and local organizers, and there will be a make-your-own taco bar. This event will be held at the Roost Sports Bar at Hawks Landing, located at 55100 Martinez Trail in Yucca Valley. The Solo Theater Experience will be on full display as the Joshua Tree Solo Festival returns April 28th. Arts and Entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas tells you how to get one-on-one. A weekend-long celebration of the Art of Solo Performance Theater will be held at the Joshua Tree Retreat Center April 28th through 30th. In its second year, the Joshua Tree Solo Festival is an eclectic weekend jam-packed with performances, workshops, readings, and other creative events, all exploring the craft of solo theater. Participants will take a deep dive into the world of the one-person play and will learn about writing structure, character portrayal, and self-promotion in such varied art forms as burlesque, 
dance, poetry, comedy, and improvisation. Tickets start at $35 with daily and full weekend passes available. For more details and ticket purchases, visit joshuatreesolofestival.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter, Charlie Thomas. The 29 Palms track and field team traveled to Moreno Valley to compete in the Big Meat Invite at Valley View High School. A total of 22 athletes represented the Wildcats, and the teams combined to score 21 points at the 26th school Invitational. Josh Carrado led the boys with two medals and two personal records in the 800-meter and 1600-meter. His 1600-meter time repositions him as second in the league, and he maintains the number two spot in the 800-meter. The Lady Wildcats were led by freshman Ania Haynes, who had her best week of practice during spring break. She earned personal records in three events, 400-meter, 100-meter, and 200-meter. She earned three medals for her efforts. She is currently ranked number one in the Desert Valley League in the 400-meter. The Wildcats will next have their final league meet of the season at Cathedral City High School. Their final all-team meet of the year, a field day-style senior send-off meet, will be on Thursday at 3.30 p.m. The Yucca Valley High School Trojan Golf Squad is coming out of spring break and striving to take home another league title. The team is currently 6-0. Head coach Jason Harvey believes they are in full control of their season, saying, We had some of our tough road matches early in the season. We began the season with eight players who have never played in a competitive golf match before, so we tempered our expectations on some of the early road matches. Trojan Golf resumes play with Coachella Valley and 29 Palms at home. Freshman Jacob Warden and Ben Carlton have led the scoring in the early matches, with five out of six medalist awards going to one of the two golfers. Jacob Warden credited his success to his focus on consistency. Trojan Golf will finish out the regular season in the last two weeks of April and then look to prepare for CIF play. And finally, the 29 Palms Lady Wildcats softball team came up short against the visiting Lady Rajas from Indio High School yesterday, losing 6-20. to Jenica Silvis started the game on the mound, and Tui Young came in from the bullpen to finish. Jenica Silvis, Trio Young, Ollie Ryan, Gabby Wonderly, and Maya Belts all crossed the plate for the Lady Cats. Maya Belts had two hits, and Tui Young, Alicia Villanueva, and Ollie Ryan collect one hit each. The Lady Cats travel to Indio High School on Thursday. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.